Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Testing, testing. Black man renaissance. This is... Black Man Renaissance. What's going on? Ain't nothing. I just wanted to talk to you about just fitness, right? Yes. So let's let's start off with where'd you grow up? Uh, in the Bronx. You grew up in the Bronx. All right. So, where did your fitness journey begin? Did you did you start off playing sports? No, no. I actually I wasn't even in the fitness business at the time. I was more in the clothing industry business, and I had two guys who were like bodybuilders that actually were training to compete, and I started working out with them. And they were the ones who actually convinced me to that I should do be a trainer. A certified personal trainer. It was nothing that I was looking into. You know, things happen when you're not looking for it. And I said to myself then, you know what? I might just take you guys up on it and just get the license. And that's what made me get certified was them. Because I was around them most of my time. And we were always working out a little bit. So I was learning from them before I even got my license. Wow. Yeah. How long did that take? Uh, it took me about a year to get my license. Okay. But I was I was working out with them for about seven years before I got the license. And then they kept bugging me, bugging me to get it. <laughs> then I was just like, you know what? Let me just get the license. Okay. So how has the journey been? It's been great. I mean, the, the training is like... Um, it's paid three fourfold it's like it's it's interesting and it's good for people i always tell people it's something that you have to love that you you know if you love what you do then it's good i have people have lost 150 pounds 100 pounds you know it's all in you know i explain to people weights don't have to be heavy in order for it to be effective but there has to be a de- degree of difficulty in your workout regimen you know um minimum you know anybody who's considering training or needs a trainer because I feel in my heart that everybody needs a trainer in the beginning. People come, they join the gym, and they say, "Well, I'll do it on my own myself." And then you know you don't want to injure yourself because you're trying to get yourself in shape. It's always good to have someone, some eyes looking at you uh, that can help you in the beginning. I don't say you need a trainer forever, but in the beginning, if you're really unfamiliar with the gym, with the machines, because even when they give you the first workout. It's really not enough, you know. You need that guidance in the beginning, and then after that, you can say, "All right, I've learned enough from the trainer. I can go on my own," you know. Right. My thing is minimum, you know, in the beginning for anybody who's trying to lose weight or seeking to just get themselves in the rhythm. Minimum they should train is twice a week, and it's going to be beneficial to them. One thing is it's going to hold you accountable for coming into the gym, 
you know, and you're going to feel guilty if you, you're paying for something. You know if you're paying for something, you pay more attention to it than if you're not paying for it. Right. And you go into the gym, and you're paying for a regular membership. It's a, it's a toss-up if you're coming the next day or not. <laughs> <laughs> you, know what I'm if you have a trainer, then it's not a toss-up. You know, well, hold up, I'm not going to lose my $100 a session. I'm going to go into the gym and train. And you get the best workouts when you don't really want to work out. Right. Now, now, what are the different objectives that people come to you for? Uh, I have people who I do like post rehabilitation. Um, I just finished client beforehand in here in their house. Uh, people who have injuries, cancer rehab. There's no one specific thing that people come to me for because I'm certified in more than one objective. Um, and then you have the average of a person that is weight loss or just wants to feel good like they're doing something. You know, any anybody that's into weight loss, good and healthy weight loss is considered by me as two to three, you know, two to three pounds a week. Any more than that is a little eccentric, but you, but you might lose more than that. But on average, two to three pounds a week because you want it to come off a little slowly so that you don't just pack it back on. You have a lot of people who want to do just like these these fasts, these diet regimens, and they don't realize they're actually doing their body a lot more damage than they are good because what they do is they, I'm fasting. You're just taking all the nutrients out of your body on the fast, and it looks like you're losing weight, but you're really losing water weight. You're not losing any fat or anything like that. You're losing water weight. But what happens with those quick fast diets is that once you start eating, you put double the weight back on. Wow. You're yo-yoing back and forth, up and down, and you're constantly looking at the scale. If you're looking at the scale every week and getting on there and looking for results, that's not what you need to do. You need to consistently train for like a month or two months, and then you go on there, you check here and there, but not every day, because your weight naturally fluctuates. Even when you drink water, your body weight goes up and down. You know, So there's three ways for your body to rid itself of body fat, and it's Either we sweat, we excrete it through urine, or we poop it out. One of those three ways is ways that your body comes in and out. And the next thing is how much water are you taking in because the water is what helps the temperature in your body and it keeps your body weight healthy, you know what I mean? So, and a lot of people don't realize that. They, they go to these gyms and they buy these Gatorades and they think they're doing something, but Gatorade is full of nothing but sodium. It's like I'm drinking a, a bottle of salt. Right. Those things have to be diluted in half. If you buy a regular bottle of Gatorade, you have to dilute that with water and ice. Right. It's not meant to be sweet because you're just taking in all the sodium in, into your body. So you're actually putting on more weight, you know? Right. Now, yeah, I knew a girl that would always take water pills whenever she wanted to uh, lose weight. What's your idea on that? What's your thought on that? That's not really. You can, you can, you can use coffee as a diuretic. Okay. You know, water pills. What water pills do is sure it may dry you out, but you, the long term effect are what am I doing to my kidneys? Mm. What am I doing to my kidneys? Is it, am I hurting my kidneys or am I which one? And you're taking water pills, you, you're hurting your kidneys. You can't. That's not. That's not what it is. You know. Now, how important is the BMI, or should we even be looking at that? I, I don't necessarily agree with the BMI because a lot of those charts that they have, they're outdated. Okay. And what happens with a lot of people is they get confused with like, all right, say we go to the doctor and the doctor's like, well, 
for your weight and your height, you should be 125. You have to average it out. That was way back when. My body structure is different from another person's body structure. Do you understand? Uh, we're taller, some we're shorter. So my theory is always going to be do what makes you feel happy, what makes you healthy. You know, it's not about I want to be the skinniest person in the room or I want to, what you call it. I just want to be a healthy weight. I want to feel healthy. I want to feel good about myself and know that I'm working towards my goal of getting myself down. How important do you think it is for black men to really take fitness seriously? Well, that's, it's very important. I mean, that's one thing that we tend to neglect. Um, and it's just because we don't have the resources or the money to like say they don't have the money to join the gym or whatever. So a lot of the times you see them in the hood and they're outside in the park when it's nice, you know. Oh, on uh, doing the bars? Yeah, doing the bars and stuff like that. But then they don't have a real gym membership because they don't have necessarily have the funds to pay for a gym membership. You know, you got to realize gym memberships are like it's like signing your life away because say unfortunately you lose your job they're still locking you into a contract and even if they say that they're not locking you into a contract it's hard for you to get them to cut your contract that you have so that's the reason why it's important for most people if you do decide that you want to join the gym just read it because and the fine print is where they catch a lot of us at because a lot of minorities we don't read they don't read the contract you know it's just like i'll give you one great example um it's just like planet fitness it's ten dollars a month, right? It's ten dollars a month. It's one hundred and thirty for a year. Those things, I always tell people, if you join those gyms, you need to pay it off for the whole year because how they get you is, say they go to extract the ten dollars and it's not there, it becomes thirty-five dollars because they charge you a late fee for it being late. Right. They always withdraw the money before the date that they tell you. We don't pay attention to it. And you might say, well, I got another day to put it in there. But already the week before your your due date, they've already tapped your account. So now when you go in and you're you're going to tell them, like, why did you tap my, it wasn't that day. They're going to say, oh, it's not us, it's the computer system. And then they're not going to refund. They're going to say, you still held liable for the $35. Because with it being $10, they're planning on you not showing up to the gym. That's why it's so cheap. Because they're still getting paid whether you show up or not. If you realize how many people join Planet Fitness for so cheap, and they probably don't even go to the gym, but two years later down the line, they're still paying for a gym membership. <laughs> now, uh, now, with that being said, would you recommend people going to like large chain gyms or local gyms? Uh, I mean, with the COVID and everything going on now, I, I would say you need to go to... Uh, just a gym where you know that they're consistently cleaning it. I'm not going to say a check because you're going to get the same workout whether it's in a $500 gym, $500 a month gym or a regular $30 or $10 a month gym. I mean, obviously, if it's if it's the cheapest of the cheap, you know that the cleaning situation right now during COVID is not great. So you want to stay in the middle. You can use a $30 gym, a $40 gym something where you know that you see people cleaning at because that's really what's important you know yeah you know i was just reading an article the other day about uh black men and kidney disease right right so it says among people diagnosed with kidney disease and high blood pressure 
African American men are least likely to have their blood pressure under control. That's true. I'll agree with that. The main reason for that is we eat a lot of Chinese food, which is nothing but packed with sodium. We eat a lot of fried chicken. Most of the stuff that we do, we don't drink water. You know what I'm saying? Um, and we don't exercise. That's one of the main reasons for it. I, our eating is off the chain. It's like there's a reason why there's McDonald's. Why it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. There's what you call it. Those things. You can eat them, but you have to eat them in moderation. I'm not going to say you have to stop. It's hard to tell a person when they've been eating bad for so long to stop doing something. So what you want to do is you want to try and minimize it, especially if you know you have underlying factors. You want to minimize and pay attention to what it is. So if I have fried chicken today, I can't have fried chicken tomorrow or for the next three days. I have to go into something baked, steamed, or stewed because, you know, I'm trying to minimize my hospital, I'm trying to minimize my kidneys. And then if you have like kidney disease or, you know, things with your liver, you should be drinking like cranberry juice because cranberry juice helps the kidneys to actually work. It doesn't put any strain on it. And you shouldn't be drinking anything diuretic. Anything diet forces the kidneys to work even harder because the, the saccharin or the, what you call it, doesn't digest in your system. So it causes your kidneys to work extremely harder than it would normally work if you just like drinking water or you can put lemon in there or any type of uh any type of teas they have like the crystal like teas right you can put them in water for people who don't like to drink water and you you shake it up and you you put it in like one of those big 32 ounce of water that's what i do all day crystal lights and the uh the gallon the gallon jugs right exactly and that that will help you because it has a taste to it, but you're drinking water and you're helping your body because remember now, you're going to notice like if you see some guys, they have like these brown marks in their skin or the skin looks dark and it's because the kidneys are acting up. They don't drink enough water. So your body is always dehydrated. Wow. If you start drinking that water, your whole complexion, everything is going to lighten up because you're taking water into your body and it's helping your, your body to regulate itself. And okay. I always tell people you can you can regulate it without even knowing it by just simple steps or like eating garlic when you have something to eat. You know, a lot of people don't like to eat garlic, but garlic is it helps with your pressure, it cleans your blood, you know. Um if you have coffee, I'm a coffee drinker, I always put some cinnamon in my coffee. The cinnamon regulates your blood sugar level so that your sugar is not high. You understand? So those are the little shortcuts that they can do without a doctor's help to help them themselves, you know. And this damn time, you're going to the doctor, it's like $500 just for them to tell you you're okay. And they ain't do nothing but just take your, make sure your pressure ain't up and uh, make sure your heart is okay, you know. Right. Diabetics. Mm -hmm. What do you suggest for them as far as, you know, leading a, a healthy lifestyle? 
for diabetics is all any anything with diabetics is like unsalted nuts, more fruits, um, a, a banana here and there, um, a banana and an apple, because um, of the it, it helps them a lot. Um, but again, they have to really pay attention to what it is. They shouldn't be eating anything like fried. They gotta minimize it. Any type of breads, because those are the things that we like because it's so cheap. Any type of soups, stuff like that, diabetics have to stay away from because it's like a starch. It turns to sugar, and the sugar increases and turns into body fat. So you want to make sure that uh, you're constantly paying attention. One of the easiest ways for a person who's a diabetic to keep track of it is they should be writing down what they're eating during the course of the day because a lot of it spikes up is because they don't eat at all like they think by not eating they're doing a grave service and saying oh I, I ate once today you're actually doing your body more harm because everything your insulin levels all of that is going to spike up because you're not eating enough during the course of the day so if you're a person like we love rice it's not bad but we have to minimize it so the first thing in the morning that, that what we should be doing is like if we're going to eat anything like carb loaded uh, it should be in the middle of the day and the reason for it being in the middle of the day is that you're up and you're around and you're moving Later at night. We're not doing anything. We, we're going we're sitting in front of the TV and and it's just gonna spike Okay, There's, it depends on the person it depends on the situation um, But I always say that the best thing is writing it down because people go by what they see if they see and, and you can correct them right then and there and tell them we need to adjust this, you know, we need to adjust uh, what you're eating, then it helps them because then it makes them more aware. And it's like anything else, when you when you minimize it and you really see that you don't really need it, then you push away from it. Yeah, is there like, an, is it very important for them to have like breakfast or is there an important meal for them to have? Well, the, it's important for them to have something whole grain at breakfast. It's, it's important for them to have, they should, I always tell anybody, you should be eating breakfast when you first wake up in the morning. And the reason for that is you want your metabolism running. Okay. By you having your metabolism running, your metabolism slows down after three hours. So say you wake up in the morning and we have an average cup of coffee. We may have a small thing of oatmeal because I, I would use oatmeal as a good, you know, factor and having some oatmeal. If you don't like oatmeal, then you do like plain Cheerios or Honey Nut Cheerios. You know, I would do like plain Cheerios or something with uh, or grape nuts, something like that. And the reason that you're doing that is what happens is that when you digest that, it sticks to the walls of the colon and it's going to help your metabolism run. And that's going to help you go to the bathroom. Oh, the fiber. The fiber is going to help because it's, it, when it goes in, it sticks to the walls of the colon. And it helps to clean the walls and it helps to excrete the bacteria out of your body. Mm. You know? So, and that's just one of the ways, you know, you can do like tea with lemon and honey, that'll help you. Or if they're going to bed at night, before they go to bed at night, you take a tablespoon of like a black seed oil, a teaspoon of black seed oil, which is going to help with your pressure. It's going to help with a lot of ailments just so that you, you're getting yourself into a rhythm. It doesn't taste great, but again, you know, you're trying to live and you're trying to uh, be healthy and then... If you're not doing any type of minimal exercise and you start out with like 15 minutes a day of just like movement, 
you know, uh, wall exercises, things that you can do on the wall, things you can do standing up, and you just gradually ease yourself into it because you're still trying to exercise your heart. You know, you want to keep it healthy. So those little minimal things become bigger things later. Everybody's at a different uh, intensity level, but I always treat everybody, even if they tell me that they work out, as if they've never worked out because you've never experienced a workout that I'm going to give you. So I'm not going to have you do something that I know you typically can't do because it's not just them but it's just guys too in general that they always say oh you know I've been working out man I've been doing this for a long time and then I'm like well how much are you pressing and they're like 225 and I'm like all right no let's not do that let's just put 165 on it and then when I tell them how I want them to lift it it's hard for them to do <laughs> because they don't have a technique you understand so in the proper form form is not you know form is important you know and they don't use that form so they're like oh my gosh this is super heavy and in my mind, I'm like, you just told me you could do 225, and here you're struggling to get 165 up. So, yeah, with the improper form, can't they have injuries? They can have injuries, but that's the reason for the trainer. That's the reason why I feel compulsive that you hire a trainer because of the fact that you need someone there to guide you and show you how to properly lift without, so that you don't injure yourself. Right, right. Now, um... I was reading an article the other day from the Washington Post, right? It was uh, from two years ago. I mean, three years ago. Mm-hmm. Now, it said, um, research published in June of 2018 in the American Journal of Preventative Medicine showed a striking increase in risk for black men between the ages of 40 and 79 to uh, have heart attack. In the period between 2011 and 2014, 65% of black men we're at risk of having a heart attack or stroke in the next 10 years. Compared with 54% in that age group from 1999 to, to 2002. So in a period of 9 to 13 years, it went up from 54% to 65% of chance for having a heart attack or stroke. So with that, what should... What's the most important factor when trying to combat stroke or a heart attack? Uh, first thing I should be doing is going to get a checkup, see the doctor, which most minorities don't do. We, we have a tendency of just going when something is drastic not to do a regular checkup to see where we're at and what range we're in. All of the factors that we just went over, like the eating, the drinking, all of those things, naturally come in smoking you know that all plays a part in the heart attack or the stroke because if I'm out and I'm drinking every day I'm increasing when I'm eating bad every day I'm increasing my chances of having a heart attack and I subconsciously that's why they call it the silent killer because most people neglect it because they say oh I feel good I feel great but they don't know where their levels are at and then what ends up happening is they don't know until they physically something unfortunate happens or they go to the doctor and the doctor's like, listen, you need to lose 30 pounds or 40 pounds and you need to do it ASAP because you're in a, in a bad range, you know. So, um, unfortunately, that's what it really takes in order for people to pay attention to their situation, you know. All of the, you know, it's it's a little bit more pricier to eat healthy 
versus if I'm eating bad, it's really cheap. That's the reason why they have these Chinese restaurants, McDonald's, Wendy's, all of that stuff. Again, you have to go back to the moderation and you can't eat those things every day because they pack on, like with the french fries, they pack on a ton of salt on it. If you go to and you get like, let's just say uh, a, a cheeseburger, they put salt on, on the cheeseburger, they put ketchup, they put cheese on there, all of these sodium factors, they put pickles on there, it's full of salt. And you think like, oh, this tastes good. I'm, I ate already, but you just see nothing but a big blanket of salt. Well, I mean, they, they might look at it different. Like, oh, look at all these, uh, look at all this protein I have. Well, they won't, they won't, right? But that's you can't eat that every day. Like, you can say, all right, I've I've had thirty or forty grams of protein, um, but you can't eat that every day. If you're eating that every day, you're spiking. It's like going in the, into the into a. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. To a deli and saying, oh, you know what? Let me get a bacon, egg, and cheese with sausage on it. Right. And right. you think like, oh, wow, I'm eating. That's good, you know. But what really happens is that that bacon, egg, and cheese... They're putting mayonnaise on it. They're like, you want salt, pepper, ketchup? And everybody says, when they go to the deli, yeah, let me get salt, pepper, ketchup. And then they'll be like, you want mayonnaise? And they'll be like, yeah. You're loading the sandwich up with nothing but sodium. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's you're funny. Not, you're not paying attention to what it is. And then you'll say, now nah, this is the killer. On top of that, yo, let me get a coffee with five sugars in it. A large coffee with five sugars in it and milk. You know it's funny. I get um, I get honey in my coffee now. Well, that's good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, honey is 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 good. Honey is is all right. You know what I mean? But you you're an exception to the rule because most people get like four or five sugars in their coffee. Right. When you go to the deli, they give you four or five sugars. How many sugars you want? And they don't use teaspoons. They use tablespoons. Yeah. You understand? And so, when you look at it, you're like, I just had a bacon, egg, and cheese. I got a coffee. It's a sweet coffee or whatever. That's all the starch that turns to sugar. Sugar turns into body fat. Let alone, it's killing your cholesterol factor. Because bacon and sausage is like, forget it. If you're going to eat, like, bacon, it should just be like two strips. If, if that person is a bacon eater. But most people don't eat just two strips of bacon. They have five, six strips of bacon. Right, they, they need to taste that salt. Right, they need to taste that salt. 
and then if the serving size is on the sausage is one, then they'll be like, let me get two sausages. But you, don't you think that's just like the American way, like we're just gluttonous? It is. It is. I mean, we weren't bought like when, when we grew up, you know, that's what we, you know, that's what we ate because everybody else ate it, you know. As you get older, I feel that we need to pay more attention to what it is that we're consuming. You understand? Mm. So, like, I'll have a drink or two. I never go over, like, when I'm out, I more or less try to pay attention. So, like, I was out the other night, and I went to a restaurant, and uh, I had a steak. I had a ribeye, and they cut it up in strips or whatever. So, the first thing I told them was, when you cut the ribeye up, I want you to give me two garlic and olive oil minced in a little container. And then they were like, oh, okay. I was like, did you do that? I said, because if you don't do that, then I don't want to order the steak. And they're like, no, we do it. I said, okay. And then she was like, well, we have rice and we have uh, totones that go with it. I said, well, I don't want the totones. You can keep that. I said, just give me a little bit of rice, but I want to make sure that the two garlic things with the, with the olive oil are on the side. And they gave it to me. And then I mixed it in. And it had onions and peppers in there. And uh, I ate it and felt great. Now, when it comes to the, the tostones, is it the fact that she don't really care for them like that? Or is it the, is it the oil factor? Um, I just, I'm not necessarily, I eat them. But I, I'm, I'm really, like, I try to pay more attention. Like, if I have tostones with rice, it's like I'm combining two starches. Yeah. And my protein should always outweigh my carbohydrates. You understand? Because as a male, we need 40 grams of protein per serving. At least three to four times out the course of the day, we should be eating 40 grams of protein. So being that we can't always get the 40 grams, that's the reason for the like protein powder, the whey protein, so that if if you if you are unable to get it, you can say, all right, I'm going to take a protein shake, and that's my 40. You know, and it keeps you from craving the bad things. So, like, I'm a chocolate lover. I love chocolate. So, a way for me to crack my cravings is I buy the chocolate whey protein. So, then I'll put a banana in there. I'll put a little bit of peanut butter in there. I'll put some oatmeal in there. And I'll blend it up with some ice. I'll put a little uh, Fair Life milk in there. And I'll blend it up. And I got a 50-gram shake. And I'm good. Once you're down that, you're going to be like, oh, I'm full. I ain't trying to eat nothing else after that. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Word. When it comes to men finding a trainer, what's the most important thing they should be looking for? Um, they should be looking more or less for uh, the experience of the trainer has. I mean, it's great that, you know, that you want to give everybody a chance, but I think a more seasoned trainer is going to help you better than a trainer who's just start learning. Like, they have their license and they're certified, but then they have trainers that are a little bit more experienced. And you want the one that's a little bit more experienced, the one that's been working with people, because especially if you're looking for uh, something a little bit more, you don't necessarily, in my eyes, like all trainers are good trainers, don't get me wrong. There's no wrong or right way, there's always a more effective way when it comes to working out. Right. But I would prefer a person, if I was seeking a trainer i would prefer a person that has a little bit more experience they don't have to be uh, which one, but at least have at least like five years experience that you've been working with people and then 
you know, I feel you can learn from that person because what you're doing now is you're trying to absorb and learn by asking questions and like, well, what is this? And most people don't ask, but you may find that trainer that's like, yo, we're doing this today because we have X, Y, and Z factor to do. We're doing push-ups and pull-ups because we want to develop your inner body strength. Um, the weights don't have to be heavy in order for it to be effective because this is what we're working on. And that's really what you want. You want somebody who's a little bit more seasoned because um, you can always get a, 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 chain, a trainer that's brand new that you're like, all right, well, he may be less money than, he's definitely going to be less money than a more seasoned trainer. But then again, he's learning too. So do I really want that person to learn on me or would I prefer them to learn with somebody else? You know, you have a lot of trainers that are great with older people because they, they're still learning in their process. But uh, I, I myself, you know, being that I've been working out, I would always take somebody. It's just like you. You work out. Right. You know, I'm sure if you're looking for training, you're not going to go with a trainer that's brand new because you're going to be like, well, how long have you been working? How long have you been certified? And they might be like, oh, two years. And you might say, all right, well, two years. Well, how many people have you been training? And they really haven't been training that many people. Right. Because they're still in the process of still learning. So, you know, there's an example for everybody. If a person comes in and is like, all right, uh, Tio, I want somebody who's not going to be as hard on me. I'm just trying to get, you know, into a little rhythm of a flow. Then I'm going to give you that new trainer because I'm going to explain to that new trainer, like, all right, this person is, you know, they're just trying to get themselves into it. I want you to guide them. And, and they're going to give you specifics of what they're trying to do because it all boils down to what you are trying to do as a human being. So if you tell me you're trying to lose 100 pounds and I'm not going to sell you something, I'm not going to tell you, all right, well, you can lose 100 pounds by training twice a week. You know that that person has to train three, four times a week minimum in order to see some type of results. And then they have to come in on their own at least two more times a week. So that's the greatest way to attack anything. Right. So when it comes to losing weight, what's a healthy amount of weight to lose per week? Two to three pounds. Two to three pounds. Yeah, you may lose more, but on average, two to three pounds. And the reason for that is that when you stop and you're with you, it's not, you don't want it to just automatically pack back on. It should never be something where I've lost 10 pounds in one week. I lost 20 pounds in one week because those are not really realistic goals. Are you going to lose 20 pounds next week? Highly not. <laughs> but when you change your workout regimen in the beginning, you may lose five, seven pounds in the beginning. And I always explain to my clients, a lot of it is water weight and it's the inactivity. So your body's in the shock like, oh, wow, what the heck is going on? This, we're working out now and it automatically treads. Like your body has a sense and it can always tell like if you're trying to starve it or what you're trying to do. And the next thing is, you know what you're going to do when you come into the gym. Because in your mind, you've already made up. Like, you know what? I'm going to come and I'm going to get on the treadmill for 30 minutes. And I might do a couple of pull-ups. You know, but you don't know what the trainer's going to do. Right. The trainer may be like, nah, we're not, we're not doing that. You can do that on your own. Because my theory is always, you don't need me to do the things that you can do on your own. You need me to do the things that you're not going to do. Right. It's, it's, it's that mental push, the physical push. It's that mental push. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And you know what you're going to do, but you don't know what I'm going to do. You may think I'm, you're going to come and you're going to do, uh, we did chest yesterday, so you might be like, oh, yeah, we're going to do arms today. And I'd be like, no, we're doing legs and shoulders and back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're like, oh, all three of those? Yeah, that's what we're doing today. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you, you, you're you trying to shock their body. 
Exactly. You're shocking the body. And that's how you see the greatest loss, you know, weight loss, you know? Right. I, I, yeah, I, you know, I barely hear guys saying that they want to lose weight. It's, it's mostly, hey, I want to get big. I'm trying to get gains. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's true. That That is true. And the only, and like I explained to most guys, a, a way for you to get gains is you have to eat. eat. Forget about, like, those supplements are great, but I always tell my clients in the beginning, like, listen, for the first three, four months, we're going off a raw strength. I don't want you taking any supplements. I don't want you taking any of that. Because in the beginning, it's not going to work if you're taking it all the time. It's never going to work because you're not even, you're just in the beginning stages. You got to get the muscles naturally working on its own, and then you add the supplementation to it, and it helps increase the muscle, the mass. It helps you with your endurance. It helps you not be fatigued as much because now you have an aid, an aid factor in there, you know? Right. So, like, I always tell people protein is good for, for like, protein is good for the recovery time. And creatine, not the flavored creatine that they sell in all of these high-end creatines that they're telling you that they're working. You're more or less paying for marketing strategies, what you're doing. You can buy cheap creatine for like 20 bucks, the regular white one. You can add it to your protein, your protein shake. And you only need like a, a, a little half of a teaspoon, uh, half of a teaspoon or a little less than half of a teaspoon. And you put it in there and it really helps your skeletal muscles too. And there's no side effects. All you're doing is you're adding water because creatine is naturally found in steak. But we can't get the amount of creatine that we need because you know how many steaks we need to get? <laughs> we to get that. So we would do um, a scoop, and you don't have to do it every day. But what I always tell people is the first 7 to 10 days, you would do it every day. It's like having a shake. Shake you would do in order to flood your system with it because you want your system to naturally flood with, with the protein and the creatine. So for the first seven to 10 days, you're gonna take it twice a day, the protein supplement. And then when that's when you get to seven to 10 days, then you can cut back and you can say, I'm only gonna do it once a day. You understand? You're gonna notice right away, if you've been working out for three months and you start to take it, you're gonna notice right away that everything is gonna shoot up. It's because you got a regiment, you got a trainer that knows what he's doing and what he's talking about. And then you're going to be like, holy cow, wow, I didn't even know that I feel a difference in my whole body and the way I look, it feels incredible. And that's what you need. You know, it's not about how much you pay for the supplements because you're going to, like these creatine and whey protein have been around for years now. You know, those are the natural things that don't cost much. Protein is like, you can always find a protein on sale. My suggestion for anybody that's doing it don't go by the label just get regular protein or regular creatine and use that because if you're on a budget that's going to help you a lot because you're tearing the muscle you got to realize some of you're tearing the muscles up how am i going to recover it may take me if i'm working out straight five days a week or six days a week i'm going to need that recovery factor because eating alone is not going to do it it has to be combined with some type of protein or creatine and that's going to help you a lot i got a friend uh-huh. And um, I think well, he's early 40s. I think he just turned 42. Now, he just lost an incredible amount of weight. So, you know, I'm like, yo, like, how'd you lose the weight? Or why'd you lose the weight? And he goes, hey, listen, you know, a lot of guys around me were like in their 40s and they were just dropping. Mm-hmm. So he was like, yo, I had to, I had to, that was an aha moment for me. Mm-hmm. Now, 
like growing up in the neighborhoods that we come from, you know, and us really paying attention to our health. Like, were there a lot of guys that you grew up with that are not no longer here today because of their health? Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not gonna say that. No, no. You, you, and and if they are, I really don't know about it. Um, because along with me just being in the Bronx, most of my friends are still around. I'm. Mean, they're not in the best health, but they're still around. You know. Yeah. Um. And again, they don't, they're always like, yo, I gotta come, I gotta come get with you in the gym, I gotta come get with you in the gym, but I gotta get right, gotta get right. For guys thinking about going into the training world, what what is some advice you give to them? Uh, if you're planning, I mean, I think it's still an excellent uh, tool after the COVID is over. It's, it's something where, um, to me, it was the best investment, my best investment. My license paid, and I got my license years ago. I can't even explain how many times over it's paid. Um, if you're looking to get into it, I'm not going to get a, a nationally recognized certification. You don't necessarily need, need to get NASM and all of these brands that they're talking about. You should go to NFPT um, because they're more reasonable and they're nationally recognized certification. And all of them, it, what the misconception is, is that you get paid more with NASM than you do with any other certification and that's not true all gyms pay the same when it comes to certification as long as you're certified you're going to get the same pay okay and what happens with NASM is NASM they charge you like I don't know how much it is now but it might be like 2500 and then they charge you $500 to take the test if I haven't made any money yet I'm laying out three grand and I haven't even recouped not a dollar yet. Where with NFPT, it's it's cheaper and I think the test is like 200 bucks or 350 or whatever it is. It's like uh, it's uh, 100 questions or 200 questions each section and uh, you have to pass all three sections with a certain amount in order for you to be a first class personal trainer. It beats you laying out three grand that you really don't have and you haven't made any money yet you know and then their renewal is it's $85 a year you just take it uh, they have some free online uh, courses that they email you and then you have to take continuing education courses in order to renew for the next year because you get you get uh, the 85 is a yearly fee to renew your license where NASM one of them is like $250 or $300. It's every two years. And then it's like you're taking a whole book test all over again. So, you know, again, I don't feel that it's feasible for a person who hasn't made any money yet. In order. And when I tell people about this, they be like, wow, Tia, why you didn't tell me before? I said, because you never asked me. You know, they're like, I laid out all this money and I haven't even made any money yet. I'm like, yeah, I know. That's the reason why I tell people. And they, their misconceptions, they think that it pays more. And I'm like, no, you're going to get paid the same amount of money. You got an ASM cert and I got an NFPT, National Federation of Personal Training cert. I'm getting the same money as you. It doesn't matter. I'm going to work at the same gym as you if I wanted to go there. Right. You know? Right. Now, what's one of the greatest success stories you, you had as, as far as one of your clients? I have, I have many success stories all right I have people who I have people who lost 150 pounds number two 
have people that have been training with me for over 12 years. And they still train with me through their phone. <laughs> they really don't need me, but they still train with me. Yeah, that's loyalty. Exactly. You know, anytime you're in a pandemic and you have 14 clients that you're training through your phone, uh, there's something to be said, you know, about that. And people trust you and they know that you know what you're doing. Now, is this like through Zoom or? No, this is just through my phone, personal, one-on-one, um, through my phone. I don't, I don't use Zoom. Um, but I could use Zoom if I wanted to, but I, I don't because these people are just one-on-one through my phone, through WhatsApp. Okay. We work right through there or I do it through Skype. Okay. You know, um, and uh, I've been training people since the pandemic. That's a blessing, man. Yeah, it's a blessing. So, you, you know. Right. I still have a couple of people that I have in the city, but still, you know. When we weren't able to move, I was still training people through my phone. <laughs> yeah. Um, if people want to find you, where can they find you? Uh, they can they can go send me an email through t e o t e o johnson at gmail or they can shoot me a text at six four six five four six nine four five five. Um, and just give me a brief, you know, I may not answer you, but shoot me a text. I will definitely get back to you within the day. Um, and the only reason why is because nine times out of ten I'm training someone. Um, but I will definitely get back to you. And then if you're serious and you decide that you really want to make a change in your life, then that's where I come in at. I'm certified in kickboxing. I'm certified in nutrition. Um, I do rehab. I do cancer. I'm certified in cancer rehab. So there's a lot of things that come, you know, with me and what I do. Um, and that person, can, they'll be able to see for themselves. And you're based out of? I'm in Manhattan right now, in Soho, um, at a private gym. Um, so what, what normally happens is that they have the option of meeting, uh, they can come, we can work out in the gym or we can work out online. It's up to them. And again, it all it all implies on what they are trying to do. I have a gym that I just pay a flat rate to and uh, we're able to train. The gym is super clean. It's called The Gym. Um, it's super, super clean. Um, we have everything we need there. Um, and uh, it's just like a private gym where people can actually go. There's alcohol and Pharrell all over the place, and we have guys that clean. They have guys cleaning all the time, so the gym is really, really clean. Um, but you know, that's why I've been working out of. I, I've been working on my own for like three years now. So you know, ever since I left 24, I've been training on my own. So you know, and thank God I'm able to sustain myself. So let's say somebody signs up with you. You guys have. Uh, you guys have a session scheduled how how should they prepare themselves well they should make sure that they come with sneakers sweatpants make sure that they have water with them make sure you eat something a half an hour to 45 minutes before you come into the gym to work out um i'm not going to kill you i'm just going to make you aware of what it is once you we have the consultation you sit down and tell me what it is you're trying to do 
because I don't believe in just putting you on a treadmill and what you call it. I'm going to have you just loosen up a little bit on the bike for like five minutes, warm your knees up, and then we're going to see where you're at because the first part of working out is the assessment phase, which I want you to work out because I want you to see the effect of the training. Um, I'm going to make it to where you can complete it and then based upon that because I can tell more or less what it is you can and can't do. And how we see the greatest results is we work on where you're weak at because that's what changes the structure of your body is by working where you're weak at. You know, if I know you love to do chess, which I'm, I'm sure most guys do or whatever it is you love to do, I'm not going to give you that. I'm going to give you pull-ups because I know you really don't like pull-ups and you probably have to work on getting your body pull-ups. So that's where we go to the assisted pull-up machine to help you develop that inner body strength. So it's a little bit, it's a little bit different for everybody. Um, and we just have to see and assess what it is that you can and can't do and where you're trying to go. Okay. And what, what mindset should they bring? Always a confident mindset. You know, I mean, um, when, when you're coming in and you're, and you're doing something, I, my job is to encourage you because it doesn't do me any good if you're unable to complete the workout. It doesn't do me any good. You know, you have to be able to complete it. You know, and I'm going to make sure you're able to complete it. And then after we finish with that, then I'm going to tell you what it is and where your weaknesses are and what it is that we need to work on. And then after that, it's clearly up to that person. Okay. 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 They want to do. All right. Well, brother, I appreciate you um, hopping on the podcast, man. I appreciate you inviting me, my brother. Oh, man. We definitely going to talk, man. I appreciate it. All right, my brother. Yes, sir. Love. Have a great day, brother. Thank you for listening to Black Man Renaissance.